Hi, this is Emily Kinney, Beth on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David, Brody, and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Thanks, Emily Kinney. Oh, thanks, Emily. Who the hell's in charge here? What the rules are. Welcome back to the East Coast, Jamie. Yes, I'm a little jet-lagged. Yeah, we had a rough flight on the way home. Yeah. Hi, I'm David Brody from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hello. And this is episode 78 of Walkers Woo! and Talkers. Yeah. Now, if you've been following along, then you know that we went to the season 8 premiere of The Walking Dead, episode 100. We got free hats. Bucket list moment. The free hat that said The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, and then the, the keep, red carpet. The Keep It 100 yeah, logo, which yeah. I thought was cute. Yeah. We have a lot to cover. Oh, my gosh. So, first of all, shout out to AMC and Pop to Life. AMC for sending us and Pop to Life for arranging everything. Thank you, guys. And taking care of us. Everyone was amazing. Yeah, we had a we had an unbelievable time. And uh, we post a lot of pictures on our own Instagrams, at David underscore Brody, at producer at- Jamie NYC. Yep. And at, of course, Walkers underscore Talkers, where we put most of the stuff there as well. And uh, some of you have been commenting on it, so thank you. Um, for those of you that were jealous in a good way thank you for those of you who are like oh my god we're so happy for you thank you yes um and we haven't gotten anybody who's like screw you guys <laughs> so we appreciate that we work we work very hard and put a lot of hours into yeah, this podcast and research and and editing and posting and also it was nice to reap a, a little bit of reward for that and t- so we'll tell you about the experience of that yeah we did a lot of interviews on the red carpet which we'll talk about but since we just landed late last night, which so we're recording this Tuesday, yeah, the twenty fourth, yeah, we came home late Monday night after uh, twenty seven minutes of turbulence on the way home. Uh, I was so nauseous. <laughs> uh, so we didn't have time to cut the audio up. Um, I'm hoping we have most of the audio. I'm letting you know now. If we don't have all, we got to interview Chris Hardwick. I'm going to do the spoiler. Uh, spoiler. If, uh, if I don't have all the Chris Hardwick audio, it's because my fat hand, I have large hands. I think it, we're good. I may have hit the turn off the mic button. In the middle of it, we'll see. Okay. But I talked to Chris Hardwick about the show, about stand-up, about porn. Debbie Does Dallas? Uh, yeah, that, right. So <laughs> hopefully we got that because it was really good. But we got to talk to Chris Hardwick. So cool. Okay. So let's let's start off. So we'll have the audio for you next week, episode 79. Yeah. To recap what we did. And it's all relevant. It's it's fun stuff. Um, but we, okay. So let's start off with how our day started Saturday. We went to Universal Studios and of course, we had to go on the Walking Dead attraction. I we were both equally excited and terrified. Going in, we were equally equally, but not during. No, um, during. So, um, so okay, so we took pictures. We posted them. There's like a crashed helicopter on top. It looks really cool. They played from the theme song. It was awesome. Right. So you walk in, and it's uh, looks like a hospital where Rick looks like the hospital Rick was. Yeah. It sort of takes you through the first three seasons of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And so you start off in the hospital hallways with the don't open dead inside door. And it was animated. It moved and they were yeah, like they were growling like at us and the out, hands right. were coming out. And so this is when Jamie started to panic. Oh, God. Now, the, it's not a ride as much as it's a walk-through attraction. Yeah, you're on your feet. You're not in a cart. I would say it's like a horror house, except it's very Walking Dead themed. Yeah. There's there's actors in there with guns, like fake guns. Yeah. And there's, there's walkers in there. And some of the walkers are animated and some of them aren't. And you, they all look real. Yeah. And so you walk through a maze and you're, you're with like 30 other people. I, I don't even remember because I was so scared. <laughs> so Jamie is pulling on the back of my t-shirt. Literally, I have it twisted in my hand, like holding on you for dear life. It was like I was dragging her through the attraction. Um, pretty much. So I had to like look around walls <laughs> and, and like, you know, when you play um, uh, musical chairs. Yeah. And when there's like chair, 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 no chair. Yeah. You run really quick to the yeah, next chair. That was, what we that was how doing. we were going around the wall. We would like tiptoe, tiptoe, <laughs> run around the wall. So every time we run around the wall, she go, ah! Well, because the re- the actors who were the walkers... You mean they, the real walk, the, the living the re- dead, yes. Yeah, they saw me looking terrified, so they left you alone, but then they would swipe towards my face, and I screamed right. bloody murder. So they would see me, because I left the space between us and the people Thank in front you. of us, yeah. because we were walking so slowly. Oh, my God. And also hoping that we would see them jump out at the group in front of us, uh, and nope. it'd be cool. No. They chose me. So they're smart. What they do is, they jump out every other. So if 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 Walker one do, jumps out at the first group, Walker two doesn't. No, and then he gets you guys, us guys, us. Yeah. So I get by them, not you know, me. And they all like swoop over me and My and, God. and go to attack Jamie every time. <laughs> and she's like, ah! <laughs> and I thought it was over, and then it wasn't. I was like, shit, 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 shit. And then we had to go like a whole other thing to right. go through, and so, I was like, right, because we saw out. a double door with a light in the middle of it. And and you're I, like, oh, we're, oh, it's, we're oh, done. Thank God we're done. We're done. No, we weren't done. We weren't done. <laughs> Jamie would not survive a zombie uh, apocalypse. No, I would like to think she I would. Almost but I almost was... didn't survive an actor apocalypse. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was scary. Well done, Greg Nicotero. Yes. Okay, so we do that. Then we go on the, the studio lot tour, which is oh you get on trams, <laughs> and you, it's like an hour-long ride, and you go through different movie sets and TV sets. Very cool. Universal Studios is a great amusement awesome. park. Awesome. Now, I've been to the one in Florida, and now I've been to the one in California. They're both fun, and they're both different enough that it's worth going to both. Yeah. The Walking Dead isn't in, in Florida, so no. I'm glad we got to go to this one. So Me anyway, too. one of the, the rides, it, I, I can't give too much away. But you pull into a long tunnel. Yeah. There's two times you do this. It's pitch black. There's Kong Skull Island. Yeah. And then there's the Fast and the Furious. These are Universal Properties, Universal Studios. So you go into this tunnel, and there's a 180-foot movie screen. Yeah. I on wanna, both sides. On both sides. So And it's curved. So, so it surrounds you, and you have 3D glasses on. Yes. So you legitimately feel like you're in the King Kong movie where he's fighting with dinosaurs. Literally. So dinosaurs, and it's the same computed graphics as the dinosaurs from the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. So they're really good looking. I'm wearing my Jurassic Park shirt today. Yes, you are. Amy went shopping at the stores. I did. She's addicted. She bought all (laughs) kinds of souvenirs. They had Walking Dead stuff. She went crazy. Yeah. So if you're an adult, you watch it and go, oh, this is so cool. It looks like we're in the movie. King Kong jumps at you, and when the dinosaurs growl and their mouths open like right in front of you, they spit like little liquid and like liquid shoots at you. You get water on your so face. It's, I don't want to give too much away. But every time something was thrown at what looked like it was <laughs> coming at us. I now duck. keep in mind, there's five people in each row on this tram. And there's four trams. So it's like, um, let's say, 40 people in a tram, 120 people. Yeah. Jamie was the only one that was ducking. And I, her arms were going, ah! It looked ah! so real. Yeah. I couldn't help but duck. It looked like it was coming at my face. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Screaming and yelling. And then we, then you go through the same, similar kind of thing. Again, I don't want to ruin it, how the they do it, Fast but it's movie the magic. Yeah. The Fast and the Furious. You feel like... I swear to God, we're going 80 miles an hour. You feel like you're going 80 miles an hour on a highway. Yeah. With uh, the Dodge Charger, the other muscle cars jumping over you and the crashing diesel. into you. and Yeah. Um. You're not actually doing that. It's all to make it look like you are, which and they do a great job of that. But but, but again, Jamie is ducking. But as you're seeing it, the tram is like tilting and jolting. Yes, you so f- yes. you feel like all the actions around you, it the cart's moving that way. Right. So it kind of felt real. I mean, very real. I was right. ducking. Yeah, you do feel like you're moving. They do a great job making you feel like you're moving. Very. Yeah. I can't say anymore. <laughs> okay. But Jamie was the only people were, were people behind us from some Asian country. I couldn't quite figure out what country and what language they were speaking. But I could tell laughter in any language. Oh my and god. They were laughing, they were laughing at, at me. I didn't even hear that. It was, I was Asian laughing. <laughs> um but it was laughing. Oh boy. And it's it sounded because they were talking the whole time. I'm were, entertaining. And they would they were narrating, but they weren't narrating like translating. They may have been translating this the guy narrating the tour. Oh maybe. So they were talking the whole time. Loudly. They were. But they were laughing because you, you were in front of them ducking <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> so that was great. And then at 6 o'clock, they did like Horror Night. Yeah. We, oh, by the way, how great was the mummy ride? Oh, my God. It goes backwards. Hey, don't tell oh, people. Well, they don't. They can oh Google it. Oh, my God. You're not supposed to tell people everything. <laughs> well, Stop it. Uh, we went on the Jurassic Park ride, too. We did. We went on We went on a lot of rides. Yeah, we did. They were like movie-based rides, which is great. It was so much fun. Okay, the Harry Potter world's great. You had butterbeer. Oh, the butterbeer was so delicious. It was frozen, and it tasted like butterscotch. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Yes. Yeah. You got the souvenir cup, which I had to I carry got, in my cargo shorts. Uh, you did. Thank you. I had it rinse yes. out my cup. Everybody's putting down the cargo shorts until then, I have to carry everything in my pockets. You fit a lot in those pockets. Very, listen, cargo pants uh, they need to make a comeback, even though in my mind they never went away. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> functional. I don't care if they're like, cargo pants. When you needed pockets because you were wearing tights. I know. I came through. <laughs> hold my sunglasses. Hold my souvenir cup. I know cup, you did. Thank hold the map. Thank hold you. the charger. Hold the cables. Everything. Thank Someone you. commented on my picture on the red carpet. They're like, your pockets are full. You're wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> they were full. Yes, I was wearing cargo shorts. Why? It was 98 degrees. Um, it was Not the hot. band. It was really hot. It was hot. Not that Nick Lachey is not hot. I'm just saying. It's hot out. Yeah. And I'm glad I wore my shorts. I'm glad I had my cargo pants. Yeah. Because we had the microphone and the, and the, I had well, there my phones. There was a lot. And, we had, we had a lot of equipment. We had yeah. stuff. We had stuff. We had things. stuff. Stuff and things. Okay. Let's get to the red carpet. So Sunday, we go to the... We're, we're, we're press now. Yeah, we, we got, got... We got press credentials. With By the way, space. we're not bragging. We're as shocked as you are. <laughs> you're, I know you're listening and you're saying, they got press credentials? Yes, we did. got we press did. credentials. First of all, we're fortunate enough to work on two very big morning shows. Yes. Uh, Bob and Christine in the Morning Light of Femme and Elvis in the Morning Show. I work on uh, you know, 100. 100 and nationally syndicated to a lot of radio stations. So... 
They gave us press passes in addition to flying us out to LA to cover the event as media. We got little laminates, yes. which is nice. We went in the we went in with the camera people, and and so when you get to the red carpet, and we'll if we didn't post pictures of this, we will. They put your name on the ground in like a FedEx envelope bag where they seal it, yeah, so you can't mess with it, but you could step on it, yeah. So every almost everyone had like type name, like us. We went next to Us Weekly. Um, everyone had a type and, uh, name. And Chewy from Kiss FM was next to us. Yeah, Brandon Davis from ComicBook.com. Uh, lovecomicbook.com, and Brandon Davis is sort of like the good-looking guy who comes in the red blazer yes. so that they know who he is, and he looks like he belongs there on the red carpet. Yeah, he does look like he belongs there. Definitely. Nice guy, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, shout out. We love you, because we know you're going to listen to the podcast like you said you would. <laughs> and we're on the red carpet, and it was like a handwritten sign. It was written in Sharpie. And, and it they, said, talkers and walkers. walkers. We're like, no. No, it's not about us. It's about the walkers. Yeah. So, so I bent down and I ripped open the bag, and we, we, we had a sharpie in our own, and, and Jamie had a sharpie in her bag in a little purse thing. Yeah. And I wrote Walkers and Talkers in sharpie. And shoved it back in the and envelope. Shoved it back in the envelope and stuck it back to the ground. So we were on the end of the line. Yeah. So uh, not not the complete end. There were six people past us. We weren't, yeah. We weren't at the end. And so the whole cast comes down the red carpet. Everybody. Everybody. Andrew Lincoln. Norm. Everybody. The whole the whole show. Um, most of them. Come all the way down to us. Yeah. Some of them, once they got to the middle where, like, I guess the networks were and the major, major, major people, some of them got pulled to go do, like, photo shoots Yeah, or Andrew Lincoln got pulled so away. So Andrew Lincoln never came down to our end. So we're like, oh. We saw him, though, but we, we didn't did. get we to talk to We got pictures, you know, from, we were, like, 20 feet away. Far, yeah. Yeah, which is still pretty good. Yeah. So we would think, oh, then, then Lauren Cohan didn't come down to our end, so we're like, oh, we're not getting anybody. Oh, yeah. that's not the truth, though. No. Because everybody else came down to our end. And so some people, we got interviews. You'll hear the clip next week. We'll yep. talk about it. So let's let's talk about, so we got interviews from some people. Yep. And then we got some people who like didn't have, like they, they didn't have time because they were like, did like 12 interviews and yeah. then they had to like go because they were getting pulled by their handlers. But a couple of people I grabbed and said, hey, if we can't get an interview, can we grab a pick? So. And every, no one said no. So we, we, so we grabbed, we were going to interview Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Because Chewy from Kiss FM, who was next to us, that's his buddy. He's he's a big guy. Chewy's like six two, football player size. Yeah, big man. But he knows Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's interviewed him like fifteen times. Yeah. So when he came over, they hugged. He's like, "I'll get him for you." So then he was like, "Hey, man, these guys have one question for you." And as he was looking up to come to us, the handler took Brand, him. No, Brandon Davis from oh, ComicBook.com grabbed yes, him. Yes, he did. And in his hot red, red uh, sport jacket, jacket, he got the interview. And then afterwards, his people were grabbing, and I was like, hey, can we grab a picture? He's like, absolutely. So we, we, we took a selfie with him. He took it. He took it. He took the selfie. Yeah. With my camera. <laughs> Android. <laughs> Samsung Galaxy Note 8 Plus. All right, no, uh, Samsung uh, S8 Plus. Sorry, not the Note. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but it looked good in his hands. He took a nice picture. I was so worried we wouldn't all get in. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan was picture only. Yeah. Josh McDermott. Picture only. Yeah. I was like, hey, we don't have time. I know you got to run. We got absolutely. Uh, Greg Nicotero. Picture who's only. Who's your director slash makeup effects specialist guru to the stars. Got a selfie with him. You said, I'm such a big fan. You totally you, fangirled him. I did. I said, I'm such a big fan of your work. It's a pleasure to meet you. And I got a great selfie with him. Norman Reedus came down, did the interview Woo, with everybody Norman. up to us, and then yep. got pulled again. Oh. And so he went to go do a picture with some uh, with a Make-A-Wish the, Foundation yeah. kids. And that was great. And then he sort of like backing away into the crowd with his bodyguards, like the security guards, to get to go backstage. Yeah. And so a couple of people were like, no, 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 no. So he took like a few selfies. Jamie goes busting in. Oh, I wasn't going to miss this right. opportunity. And by the way, she didn't bust into the Make a Wish kids. They got a no, lot no, of No, no, no. I would never after, do that. Right. I would never do that. This was after when fans were like, yeah. oh, since you're in the crowd. Yeah. So I was like, we're not going to get a picture with him. Jamie was like, I got to get a picture. So describe the moment. Everything. So I walked up to Norman. He was his back was to me. Normie. Normie. And by the way, bigger than a ten inch Daryl Dixon. Yes. A full this size. Full size Daryl Dixon. Yeah. And I put my hand on his shoulder and I said, Norman, I said, Do you mind if we take a picture? And he said, Oh, sure. And he put his arm around me. By the way, by the way, he meant to say, I don't mind at all. But he messed that up. What did he well, you say? said, I, do you mind? He said, yes, which is oh, the opposite yes. of what he meant. Yes. I almost corrected him, but then I was like, he's Daryl, shut up. <laughs> okay, so, the, so yeah, guys. So then we took our selfie. And then he took my right hand and he held it for about three seconds and smiled at me. Seemed like 12 seconds at least. Um, my heart was a flutter. Yeah. He's so handsome. He also like pointed over to security, like get her out of here. No, and he's consistently, consistently one of the nicest people I've ever met. So, right. So, so you get the picture. Yeah. And if you look at the picture By the you way, you're photobombing. I photobomb. My Nicotero photo and my Rita's photo. Yeah, because I was behind them when you jumped around in front of them. I'm like, can I get a picture with you guys? Well, I had to seize the moment. Right. So I tried to play the old, I'm her co-host. Can I get one too? 
And then like a couple of like, like so the security guard says, "Yeah, okay." And then two really cute girls, uh, early twenties maybe. I, I get it. They they were cute. They get pictures. They're like, "No, no, 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 no." no. So I say to the security guard, "Hey, there's nobody behind me. Between me and backstage, I'm the last one." Yeah. Can I can I please get a, Can you hook me up? Let me get a selfie. There's nobody like it's not like if it's me and a hundred more people. Yeah. It's just me because because you. you went. Yep. Like eighth after other people grabbed them. Then those two girls. And it was just me. Yeah. He says, so the security guard says to me, absolutely, I'm hoping to get one too. I love the show. <laughs> right? So the security guard on the right is like, come on, we got to go. And the first security guard that I spoke to, he says, let him go. So and you got me. one. So I got one. I got a picture with him. He was great. I was not photobombing your selfie. You were not photobombing, <laughs> although I did photobomb you. Yeah, two, two of mine. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, who we did interview. Okay. So we spoke to Marat. Yep. Right? Marat. Marat. A rat. So a rat. we spoke to a rat. We spoke to a rat. We talked about the whole Tara thing. She is Tara from the comics. Yep. You confirm that. Yep. We talked to T Dog from from the first couple of seasons. Irony Singleton. Irony Singleton. So nice. He asked for a kiss on the cheek. He so hugged me twice. I had to. I said to him, "How does it feel? You've been off the show so long, but you're still one of the most popular characters in the history of the show." He hugged me, <laughs> and I said, "I'm not done yet." And then when yeah. I, I I said more stuff in the interview, he hugged me again. Yeah. It couldn't have been nicer. He said, where are you guys from? I said, we're from the Walkers and Talkers podcast. And he said, oh, my God, I love that. He loved the name <laughs> he of loved the podcast. The name. So did King Ezekiel. Yes. So T-Dog was great. We interviewed Kari Payton, who plays King Ezekiel. I told him he had the best smile. And I told him he had the line of the season. Alexandria will not, will, will not fall. Not on this day. Right? <laughs> and he's like, he he knew it. He knew yeah. when he said that line, yeah. that was going to be the line. Yeah. And I wanted to get an ID from him because we asked him some questions. We yeah. did the interview. And then his people were like, we have to go. And I wanted him to go like, you know, you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with this King, King yeah. Henry, but he didn't have time. So we did, okay. People were asking if we got IDs. We did not get IDs. No. Because we wanted to, number one, get pictures. Yeah. And number two, actually ask questions. Yeah. And if there was time, we didn't want to push it. Because it was so like- It was kind of chaotic. It was boom, 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 boom. Yeah. There were people waiting to interview them after us and so whatever. So at one point, um, Austin Emilio, who plays Dwight- is standing next to us. He stepped over over the red carpet the to red talk carpet to some guy. And was like literally, we were touching shoulders. So for Jamie about is next five to minutes, him. Five minutes. Jamie's next to him, and I'm like, do we want to interview him? But as he's standing there, Jesus is next in line for us to interview. Yeah. But here comes um, Scott M. Gimple. Yeah. And Chris Hardwick. So we're like, okay, if we stop sensory to, overload. If we stop to interview um, Austin, we, we interviewed Jesus, didn't we? No. We got a picture of him. No, we talked nope. to him. I said hi to him. Yeah. Okay. If we stop to interview Austin Emilio, which I really wanted to do, we might lose Chris Hardwick, you know, bigger call on line five. Yeah. So it was tough because they were all coming in at the end. They were all like swarming us. Yeah. So we went for the Chris Hardwick interview. We did. And he was fantastic. We got the Chris Hardwick interview. We did. And uh, For so a while, too, we had him. We did. We talked to him. I thought it was like one question, but he, he we told him we're going to go see him at Caroline's in November. Yes. Caroline's is the biggest comedy club in New York. One of the biggest in the country. If you want to go to a show, it's I think it's November 8th and 9th. CarolinesNYC.com. Yeah. We love them. And so we're going, and we, I think we're going to get an ID from him there. Yeah. Because I know the people there, they'll try. get us backstage. We know, we know, we we know, know GC, yeah. So he liked the name of our podcast. We told him we also review Preacher and Fear the Walking Dead. He was like, good for you guys. We're like, he's I like, said, you do what I do. I said, we're we like, do what you do. Literally, we do what you do. Without the money and the fame. and the, <laughs> Yeah, so anyway. So he had like a velour blazer on. He looked good. He was he was snazzy. He was like, maybe Velvet wasn't the best life choice for the yeah, he LA said, like, heat wave. Yeah, he said kind of hot. It's kind of hot. <laughs> I did talk to him about the porn movie, the classic porn movie, Debbie Does Dallas. Yes. Don't ask me how I know this. I read it somewhere. But apparently there's a scene where a girl is moaning, oh, Mr. Hardwick. Oh, Mr. Hardwick. And I was like, have you heard, have anybody told you? Like, He's like, yeah, a couple of people have mentioned it. So that was funny that he was like, yep, I knew about it. I was like, oh, you should play the sound on your Nerdist on podcast. You <laughs> can't play it on The Walking Dead. No. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh. We we uh we spoke to Xander Berkeley. Yes, our old buddy. he remembered us. No, I didn't mention this. Hey, Xander Berkeley, Gregory from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Broden and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Right. So I he did remember us because I said, hey, we, you told him we met him at Walker Stalker, uh, whatever we New met. Jersey, New Jersey. I said, she had the gingham dress. He was like, oh, yes. Oh, no, it was Chiller, actually. Chiller, right. Yeah. He was like, oh, yes. The gingham. is." And you have a different way, dress on today. Jamie, Jamie, look at the pictures on our Instagram. Jamie dressed up. Jamie worked her hair. I did. I worked it. Yeah, she worked it. She you know, she was hoping I'd go home with, it, with a cast member. <laughs> so so he was like, I like, oh, a new dress. I like that dress, too. 
And he's still he's still tall, like yeah. as if that it, was going to change. Yeah. So he's got, and he had a hat on. Yeah. So that, and he's, he's so he's still very Xander Berkeley. Very. He's still very he is. So I so we asked him some questions about Gregory and uh, how when we would find out what happened to him because if you remember in season seven he went off somewhere. Yep. Before the war broke out. Now in the comics we knew where he went, but we didn't know if it was actually going to happen. So in the comics he goes to the Saviors, which is what he did, and. Um, by the way, spoiler, if you didn't watch the premiere, you should be watching it before you listen to this podcast. Yeah. And so basically what happens in the comics happens on the show, which we'll, we'll get to. Um, but we took a picture with him, and he and so I said, can we get a picture? Now, a couple of people we took pictures with. Oh, we met a vet, Nicole Brown. Yeah, she's super so fan. super, super She's always sweet. on Talking Dead. Yeah. She was great. A few of the cast members and any vet, Nicole Brown, were like, oh, I'll take a picture of Jamie, then Jamie will take a picture with me. So we took two pictures. He says... Do you mind if I take a selfie? I'm um, a bit of a control freak. So we're like, yeah, no kidding. So he takes the <laughs> phone and we all got the picture. So he took the picture uh, himself, as did Josh McDermott. Yeah. He held the selfie. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, you know what? I think I took Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, you did? I think I did because I couldn't get everybody in the shot. Oh, okay. And then the second I got it tilted down enough, that's why if you look at the picture, there's like way too much space above us. Oh, okay. Once I got all our heads and I clicked it fast. Okay. Because he's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I figured he was going to leave. Yeah. Like, because he had to go. There were like people yeah, standing there going, we got to go. He was in high demand. Right. And I was wearing my shut that shit down shirt. You were. I, did, I was going to point it out to him, but again, we didn't have time. It yeah. was so, it's it's so rushed, you don't realize it. Yeah. It's when you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh my God, it's intense. Okay. So what else am I leaving out from, from the red carpet? Oh, Rosita, Christian Serratos, post pregnancy is doing her justice. She looked fantastic. Oh, and and um, uh, Tara. Alana Masterson looks beautiful, so stunning, stunning on television, Gorgeous. in person, even more beautiful, unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, oh, so we we spoke very briefly, not on mic, to uh, Pollyanna McIntosh. Yes, she is a she's a tall woman. She's a smoke show. She is. She's all legs. She, it, it's hard to explain in person. Like, yeah. she looks much better out of the black coat and all. Oh, yeah. She was gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Well, watch Talking Dead. You could see what she looked but like. But funny on Talking Dead, and I don't know if it was on camera or not, but we could see it because we could see everybody. A lot of times, because they were sitting on, on Talking Dead in two rows of couches, mm-hmm. the people in the back row were making faces or having private oh, conversations. Oh, yeah. This is funny. And at one point, I don't. we haven't watched Talking Dead on tape yet. We haven't, like, I didn't watch it on the DVR. At one point, Alana Masterson post-baby... She's clearly breastfeeding. Yeah. She's, yeah. you know, large. And as is um, uh, Christian Serrato. Serrato. So they were both like holding their boobs, comparing them. Like, look at these, look yeah. at these. <laughs> and, and as the people in front of them were talking, which was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on the red carpet, we saw Emily Kinney. Now, if you know, if you remember, we interviewed Emily Kinney, Kinney a week ago. Yeah. Okay, that's when she recorded this. Hi, this is Emily Kinney, Beth on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David, Brody, and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Right, she said our names and everything. Oh, yeah. And so she was on the iHeartNow interview that I did uh, on video. You can look it on Facebook, search iHeartNow. Yes. And so Jamie's like, do you think she'll remember us? She'll absolutely remember us. It was like a week ago. And so when she walked by, we're like, we didn't want to interview her again because we just interviewed her. Yeah. So we're just like, like, like we were all friends. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. She's like, hi. I, no recollection. No. None whatsoever. I know that if she stopped and thought about it, she would. Because she always I think if I said it. she'd remember, because when we had her on upstairs here at the studios, she remembered you in the cosplay costume. From three years but ago. But with crazy paparazzi, I don't, I don't blame yeah. her. No, she she has a really great memory. Right. Then Stephen Ogg walked by, Simon. Oh, I love him. Love him. We didn't interview him. We didn't get a picture with him, because we had done all that when he was here. Yeah. And we had to pick out spots. Yeah. But I just said hello to him. I said, hey, Stephen, in, in New York at Z100, we did the uh, Old Spice yep. thing that we had him up here for. He's like, oh, yeah, you guys were great. I was like, me too. I was like, yeah, her too. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we. And then, But there was like someone standing in front of oh, me yeah, blocking yeah, yeah. me. Well, okay, I sorry, was sorry. kind of like, I'm short, so I was kind of yeah. hidden. <laughs> yeah, and that guy Chewy was like, did I mention he was 6'8"? Uh, yeah, he was very tall. 6'8". Speaking of 6'8", uh, Nick Simmons was walking around. Okay. Gene Simmons' son. Right. He is 6'8". I Googled it. Okay, I am a... I am a I am a very long time Kiss fan. Love the band. Love them since I was in junior high school. Love the, or middle school, if that's what they call it, wherever you go to school. But yeah. when I was in seventh grade. Yeah, middle school. It's a long time. And I know his family from the TV show. I hated the TV show, but I love the band. And his son, Nick, who used to be a dorky, heavy set, little nerdy kid. He grew up to be a good-looking guy. He's in a band now. He's lean and tall, he handsome. Is, he looks like his dad, like, yeah. but better looking. Yeah. And uh, he well, he was there. there. So there were a lot of celebrities. Just walking around. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. The great actor Lou Diamond Phillips walked by. I was like, oh my God, what's he doing here? 
Um, we saw Lizzie. Yes, we did. She's very attractive. Brighton Shapiro. Yeah, and her sister who's even hotter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how old they are, so if they're not of age, I apologize for saying that. <laughs> but they looked like they were hot, uh, old enough to. Uh, her sister looked old enough. Yeah. But if they weren't, they were attractive Lizzie's young ladies. Not. She was an attractive young lady. Yeah. Her sister also was walking the red carpet. I think they were there just for like publicity. Yeah. Because they didn't go on Talking Dead. They weren't introduced. Even though Lizzie was referred to a few times. They did mention the episode because Carol looks at the flower on the yeah. on the highway, and that's a callback. Yeah. To the um, the uh, desert rose that uh, Daryl gave Daryl gave her. Uh, right, it's Desert Rose? Yeah, Daryl gave it to Carol when Sophia went missing. Right. Was that what it was called? Mm-hmm. I think it was called something else. Was Cherokee Rose. Cherokee Rose, that was it. Cherokee Rose, right, thank you. So they referenced her, then they referenced her episode, but they didn't didn't have her on stage. No. So I don't think she was an invited guest. Yeah. I think she was like, hey, remember me? I was on. Oh, you know who else was there? Carol's daughter. Sophia. The girl who played Sophia was there. Yeah. She's tall, too. She's very tall, and she weighs about one pound. Also, not dead, like on the show. No. Not dead. Uh, you know, so, uh, so uh, okay. So we watched, um, oh, who else did we meet? We said Greg Gingtero. Do we meet anybody else? Um, Robert Kirkman walked by us. Yep. We didn't get to speak to him, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we pretty much saw everybody. We did see everybody that was there. We didn't see Daniel Newman, who we interviewed, because he was he's no, filming his he other TV show. No, he physically wasn't there. So Talking Dead was great, and they brought out surprise guests because there had to be surprises to the cast. Yeah. Or at least they played it that way, because Herschel, uh, I'm not giving you the Scott names. Scott Wilson. Scott Wilson. Herschel came out. Beth came out on stage. By the way, they okay. When I we had Beth on uh, the TV show, the TV thing that we filmed, I said to her, "It's upsetting to me that Maggie never references you. I miss my half sister. Never mentions it. Right?" Chris Hardwick said, "My God, Maggie's been so through so much. She lost her father. She lost Glenn. Doesn't mention. I know. I that said she lost Beth in the audience, and then Beth is there. I know." And then he still doesn't reference the fact that Maggie doesn't reference her. I know. I don't know. What's going on there? I know what's up with that. Okay, so then so then they also bring out Shaniqua Martin-Green, who played Sasha. Yep. And again, these people were not on the red carpet. No, we they weren't. We didn't see them there. No. Then they, who else they bring out? They bring out uh, Michael Rooker, who played Merle. That was really cool. And he brought out a 100 balloon for the 100th yeah, episode. Yeah, so if you didn't watch Talking Dead, you really have to watch and the two And then Jerry! Hours. Oh, they brought out the He rolled out Jerry. the cake. He rolled out the cake. Jerry! <laughs> He's great, but he wasn't on the show. And he wasn't, I would, if he was on the red carpet, I would have, I would have plotted. Yeah, he uh, was not. He was not. So the whole experience was fantastic. But the Greek theater is, every town has one. It's that... 5,000 seat. Like amphitheater. Amphitheater, outdoor. Outside. Like they could put Shakespeare on yeah. or a concert. So there's 5,000 people. We had a little, a little boxed off area yeah. uh, in the back, in the middle, right? It was really, right in the really middle. good. Right under the boom camera. So the camera that flies around over the crowd, we will post pictures. That was over my head it a was, few it times. It just sit over her head, like a foot over her head. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, there's a couple of times the camera swings around where you can see the. Black shirt with the white lettering that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only watched a few minutes when we went home because the AMC reruns it. So I, I'm pretty sure we were on, but how much you can clearly see us. I have to go home and look. But in those moments when you cheered at home, we were cheering with 5,000 people. Yeah. that It's like being in a football game. I had game. chills. It was so cool to watch it with that many people. Right. And everyone was interacting and watching but, but, and reacting at the same time. I have to say, time. watching at home, we dealt with the same problem there. It was worse because we saw them do it. Oh, yeah. There was like... Seven or eight people that were calling Screaming. out like the drunk people at a comedy club who thought it was their job to talk to the people. Yeah. There's always, I'm sorry, if you're the one in, in listening to this podcast, I'm about to refer to, I'm sorry, but it's true. If you have to yell, I love you, Maggie! They can't hear you. No. And they don't love you back. And if you yell, if they love back, love you too, it's so you'll shut up and they can go on with the show. Yep. Don't yell out. You're an honored guest to be there. Don't yell out. And that girl in our section, Daryl, I love you! And you go, his name is Norman, yeah, and I, she was triggered. I, I yelled, I, so I was like 10 feet behind her. Yeah. But there was nobody between us. Oh, she us. looked so pissed. Uh, so, but she didn't know it was me. No, she didn't. I said, shut up, his name's Norman. <laughs> like, let's, It needed to be done. Okay, let's say there's a fantasy reality, right? There's a world where calling out a, a, an actor's name, yelling out Niall Horan from One Direction, formerly of One Direction, I love you, in some world exists where that singer or actor is going to take that crowd yell and approach you and date you and marry you. That's a fantasy world. Yeah. In that fantasy world, calling an actor by his character's name is still, is going to throw, is never going to, it's never going to happen. Is that bad? If if you had a one in a billion shot of yelling out, Norman Reedus, I love you, and him going, 
oh my God, that girl is a vision <laughs> in that dopey knit hat she had on. Yeah. That she, he's going to come out from the stage, walk through the crowd, and lift you up and carry you out. And romance. <laughs> if there was a one in a billion shot You've of just that happening, it. calling him Daryl has now negated the one in a billion shot. Yep. You think he wants you to refer to him as his cat? Like, that's all you know or care about is that he's Daryl. Like, he knows he's Daryl. The man was in, is in movies. He's in other TV shows, Boondock Saints. Yeah. He's not Daryl. No. He's Norman Reedus on Norman Reedus Ride, right? That's Ride? Yep, Ride. Don't call him Daryl. Don't make that mistake. People are, you know, Maggie. Right. Megan. I'm right. like, oh boy. So what did we learn today? Don't yell out at a live TV show. Please. Or it even take We couldn't hear. If you go to see Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert, don't yell out. Speaking of Kimmel, uh, Norman Reedus was on last night. I know. I put it on. I heard the intro. Oh, you did? Uh, of them saying, uh, coming up, we have Norman, and I fell asleep. <gasps> I know. Well, I, I taped it. Oh, I taped it. I DVR yeah. everything. I DVR every late night talk show every night. So I don't miss anybody. So I'm going to watch it when we get home. So yeah. if you're like, why did you talk about it? We didn't watch it yet. Because we were tired last night. We have to get up in the middle of the and night. And nauseous. Oh, God. And I, I still so went nauseous. to Taco Bell, by the way. You did? After I dropped you off. There was went, one by my apartment. There is one. Which, by the way, is probably why you live there. Because I, if I live too far from a Taco Bell, I have to move. I've never been to that Taco oh, Bell. Oh, not the best Taco Bell. Because you can't make a U-turn. You have to go like five miles oh, north. Oh, yeah. That is out. really annoying. And then the turnpike entrance was closed. I'm starving. I haven't eaten since yesterday. Oh, I just had my last Not burrito. even after the plane. I bought extra burritos. I had them for work, oh, wow. Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. Nice. Segway to Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about some Walking Dead news. And again, so normally, just so you know, when we watch The Walking Dead, Feel the Walking Dead Preacher, we sit there and take notes. Yeah. But we were at the live event, and it was too exciting to sit there and take notes. It was so exciting. So, from the top of our heads, but here's some Walking Dead news. A lot of it from comicbook.com, even though Brandon Davis stole our, our guests. Yeah. <laughs> and again, nice guy. I love his interviews, but you know, he, he stole He was wearing Jeffy a little Dumont. Lucille pin. Yeah, which was cute. Go watch him on comicbook.com. He has some great interviews. But when you watch Dar- uh, Brandon Davis on the red carpet, there's a guy to his right in some of the shots. That's Chewy. Oh, yeah. With the beard. Did I mention he's seven foot four? He's <laughs> seven foot four. He's 10 feet tall. He's at 11. He's a, he's a 10 foot Daryl Dixon. Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> And so if, if if you could see behind him, that's I was hidden we behind Chewy most of the right, red we were carpet. Chewy. I'm pretty sure they call him Chewy because he's like big like Chewbacca. Yeah. Or like he chews really loudly when he chews gum. One of those two. Anyway, nicest guy. But so so Brandon Davis, go watch his interviews. We were five feet to the right of him. Yep. Three feet to the right of Chewy. Right there. Okay. Um the episode featured a bunch of callbacks, so let's touch on those. Uh there was a Shane Walsh callback. Which I missed, but I, I I saw online, and they're right. When Negan says to Rick, "Let me ask you something, Rick," and uh, that's what Shane used to say to uh, to Rick. He used to say, "Let me ask you something," or he'd say, "Let me tell you something, Rick." And so they they gave him that line as as a callback. Okay. Uh, they the episode the scene where Father Gabriel and Negan are trapped in the trailer. Oh my god. And then the camera scene. pulls straight up and shows the trailer being surrounded yeah. by. That was a call back to Rick in the tank. Yep. Direct Rick in the tank. And then when they're at the gas station. Oh my god. Do you and, know And the girl walker, that's a call back to episode 1. Do you know that's actually the real girl? Is it? Yep. Her name was the character name is Summer and it was pretty funny. Her name in real life thing is Abby and so she tweeted a picture of her as a little girl in the makeup and then her in the <clears throat> her in this episode in the makeup and she Did you go- retweet that? Uh, no, I didn't, but I can. Jamie's going to retweet that yeah. from JMEGS514. By the way, episode 78, we said this is 78? Yeah. She's still JMEGS514. I know, I'm working on it. It's... You're a red carpet press celebrity now. Well, I know, but... Why can't you change it to what your Instagram is? I don't know how to change it. Google.com. All right, well, I'll work on it. <laughs> I don't know how to... Google.com. But what if I... YouTube.com. But how do I <laughs> Google it on YouTube.com? Yes. It's so easy. When people go, I don't know how to, how do you find out? I have to figure it out. What's the address of, how? what's the guy's name on <laughs> Google.com? Well, but anyway, yeah, it's the same girl. By the way, if you want to use Bing.com or Yahoo.com. Oh, or, Bing sucks. I know. Or Yahoo, or not a sponsor. Uh, you want to find a way to use Ask Jeeves. I don't care what search uh, engine. Oh my God, Ask Jeeves. Metacrawler from back that. in the day. Use a search engine.com and hit enter. Yeah. Just please. Okay. Change your name. And then we'll change them on the podcast. We'll go back and change All right. Okay. We'll change all 78. All right. So you'll retweet the girl from the yes. gas station. Now, as far as the gas station scene goes, 
the guy in that scene is, I believe his name, if I remember from the last podcast four ago, four podcasts ago, is Sadiq. Okay. Um, that guy is the guy we told you about. He's going to be a member of the show. He's the Muslim character that's been out on his own, and he's a little crazy from being out on his own. No food. No food. So Carl left him a note um, with two cans. So as I was saying, we didn't take notes on the episode, so we're going to kind of bounce all over the place. We're not going to do like scene by scene by scene. You may like that better. Yeah. You know, see. We'll see. Okay. So those are the callbacks. I did not know that about the girl. That's why we have Jamie on the show with those little tidbits of information. And always the actor names when I don't have them. Yes. Uh, Negan's adult diapers is a real thing you can order. That's a real thing. So when he says to Father Gabriel, oh, you have your shitting pants on because you're going to be shitting your pants. You're about to shit, shit your, your pants. pants. <laughs> okay, so shopthewalkingdead.com. Uh, they're actually selling Negan's own shitting pants, which uh, on the packaging, which they may change, it says... Treat your butt like a sanctuary, <laughs> which is the kind of slogan I would write if I was making up that this. Is so funny. I love that. So here's the official description on the website. How much are they? Jumping ahead, girl. Oh, sorry. Jumping ahead. You think I, also not a sponsor, by the way. But if they, if AMC or the good folks at shopthewalkingdead.com want to send us samples, some shit and pants to talk about, we would absolutely do yeah. that. Okay, but we already talked about it, so they don't need to do that. Uh, here's the official description: As seen on Talking Dead, here's your chance to own a set of Negan shit and pants. The top-rated diapers in PP Pants City. Oh, my God. <laughs> These adult diapers are perfect for those moments when Negan literally scares the shit out of you. Uh, now I have to change the setting to explicit on the podcast. Okay, yeah. Uh, Lucille approved. They're guaranteed. You're going to love this. Oh, God. They're guaranteed to shut that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. They, that's it. I love it. I, I should have said that to him. Like, oh, got to shut this interview down. Shut this shit down. Uh, anyway, each box contains six adult diapers for maximum protection, not intended for walkers, and they are nineteen ninety five, uh, and they ship November fifteenth. That's pretty. Funny. Now I don't need to spend twenty dollars, but the packaging sounds cool. Yeah, it is funny. Uh, let's see, uh, Scott M. Gimple, who we M. saw on the red carpet. We did on the red M. carpet. Uh, he talked about Weird Al. Now I'm a big Weird Al fan. Obviously, I'm a song parody writer for a living, so I owe major props to uh, Weird Al. And Weird Al's big in the science fiction community. Anyway, uh, in the scene with Old Man Rick, you may have heard a song you didn't recognize, or you did. It was his parody of the Queen song, Another One Bites the Dust, as Weird Al's song, Another One Rides the Bus. Yes. And that played each time they showed Old Man Rick. So weird. He said, story-wise, it had to be a song I wanted Judith to be into, but I didn't want it to be something necessarily typical. I want it to be distinctive. Plus, if you make it a so- you can't make it a song in the future... Because you don't know what song, so it has to be an old song. Yeah. So he says, I will say there's a toddler in my life sort of obsessed with that song, so that might have played into it a little bit. So someone in his life at that age likes that song. Weird Al tweeted. Yeah, I saw this this morning. I'm just as confused as you are <laughs> why Another One Rides the Bus was featured in the Walking Dead season premiere, but I'm extremely honored. Yeah. Love Weird Al. One of my all-time favorite interviews that I've ever done was interviewing was Weird him? Al. I got to interview him in studio. Uh... Once and on the phone once. That's cool. And on the phone, he promised me a hug. And then uh, like six months later, he was in studio. We interviewed him and he remembered and he hugged me. Aww. And I've got video of the hug. Oh, look at that. Love you, Widow. All right. Uh, okay. There were four timelines going on according to uh, comicbook.com in the show. There was the current timeline. There was Rick with red eyes when he was saying, Lord, have mercy yep. or whatever. There was the future timeline, and what was the fourth timeline? I don't know what the fourth timeline Maybe was. Maybe the current? What's going on now? No, I said that. Current? Oh. Red, eye, red Eye Rick. Future, possibly future Rick. What's the fourth then? I don't know. But here's what uh, Gimple said. The future timeline was just one of four timelines expressed in The Walking Dead's 100th episode and is notable for being the first time the series has peaked into the future with a flash forward. The future scenes, in quotes was sprinkled throughout the season eight opener, but all the answers won't come right away. Scott Gimple says, uh, the jumps into the future aren't a one-time thing, hmm. but you will have it. Ex- the, they will be explained by the mid of, middle of the season. Okay. So by the mid-season finale, we may find out what they are. Now, they could be actually what happens in the future, because in the comics, that is some of that is actually what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he has a cane. No spoilers here. Or it could be a dream sequence of what he imagines life would be like. If, what it would be. What it would be. We don't know. We'll find out mid-season, which is not that far along. Michael Cutlitz was not brought back for this reunion. No. Glenn had a video tribute. 
Yep. Which was nice on, so on Talking Lori. Dead. Lori had a, had a right and uh, Carrie Underwood was a big fan. Yeah. We've talked about her on the podcast. Um, Michael Cutlets can't be trusted. No, because he's a blabbermouth. Now we we already it's it's the year anniversary of him blabbing on the <laughs> Talking Dead season premiere season yeah. seven when he said, "Don't forget, I have a big episode coming up," <sighs> which was supposed to be a surprise. Then we talked to you last week about him tweeting. See you on the other side. Big things are happening. Oh, man. Which really makes you believe he's the crossover, right? Oh, completely. So he wasn't there last night. My guess is he would be like, see you all on fear! Which, <laughs> at this point, I, I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah. Especially since the announcement came a day or two before the Fear the Walking Dead episode where they talked about going to Houston. Yeah. Which is where he... So, uh, yeah, he's... It's the It's gotta be. It's gotta be the crossover. Okay. Um... Make sure you check out, you can look on YouTube for this, or we can tweet out the link. After Rick tries to shoot Negan and gets pulled away by Father Gabriel, he somehow ends up in the trailer that Father Gabriel runs into. Yeah. They filmed that scene in virtual reality, 360. Wow. You saw it on my oh, phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. You're like, wow, that sounds really cool. We watched it together. I I'm, I'm deliriously tired you right now. You are deliriously yeah. tired. By the way, I'm going to remember more goofiness for the next podcast of our weekend together. Okay. <laughs> so so this imagine this podcast that you listen to every week. Thank you, by the way. Um, alone in California, <laughs> trying to pick restaurants. Oh, my God. Riding in Uber, Riding in subways. Riding L.A. subways, flying on planes, Restaurants, airports. airports. Yeah. They should have just filmed us. That'd <laughs> was, be a TV show. It's pretty entertaining. So the VR scene that was so not memorable to Jamie that I'm telling you. No, no, as soon as you said it, I remember. It's so super cool. You can watch it in 360 on your yeah. phone if you have a relatively new phone with a high-res screen. Yeah. But if you have like Google glasses, the Google Cardboard, or if you have like the Oculus, yeah. in 3D, it's, it's awesome. But it's 360, and it's a, it's the scene where Negan, it's actually Jeffrey Dean Morgan, beats off the walkers and fights his way. Into that trailer. Into that, right. So- they couldn't have put that on the show because then it wouldn't have been a surprise when Father Gabriel ran in that he was there. Yeah. But if you want to see how he ended up there, watch the VR scene. And you can move the screen with your finger up, right, down, you can, around. Right. It's, three, I mean, it's 360, super, super cool. right all around, surround around virtual awesome. reality. It's fantastic. So watch that. How old is Judith in The Walking Dead season eight flash forward? Andrew Lincoln says four or five years. Now she looked two playing with the blocks. Like three, yeah. And she seemed like six, maybe. In the flash forward? Maybe like eight. Mm, I'm trying to remember. I have three daughters. Yeah. So you think I'd remember that. So uh, About eight. So figure four or five, six years ahead. And Rick did not age well. No, he didn't. His hair is so strange on top. And as uh, Denai Greer said, black don't crack. Because people were asking her why she doesn't look like she aged. <laughs> and he and Rick looks like poop. Yeah, and Carl looked the same. Carl. Carl. They made it... Yeah, uh, uh, the actor who plays uh, Chandler Riggs. Chandler Riggs. Oh, yeah, I was getting there. Um, <laughs> his hair is really long and frizzy in person. It's so strange, actually. His hair in real life. Yeah. Hmm. IRL. He uh, he he t- he made Andrew Lincoln say Carl. Yeah, he did. He said, "Give him, he goes give the audience a Carl." Oh, and how great was it when Jeffrey Dean Morgan did a dip? Oh, his little like Negan pop. His Negan pop with the crotch pop. Yeah, he did that. That was nice. That was fun. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the episode. Um. I'm gonna, we're gonna, on the thing that we're gonna call bullshit on, I have an explanation right here for the bullshit. Okay. So, overall, your thoughts of the episode? I loved it. I loved it. I loved the episode. Now, were there things in the episode? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what got me the most upset. So, love the speeches. A lot of the speeches we had seen in the trailers, the Maggie Rick speech and the King Ezekiel Rick speech and the Rick speech, all great speeches. And again, when you're at, with 5,000 people and they're like, the ah, energy's awesome. It was great. Pounding on the table. Okay. I don't know if you heard me on TV. Well, you wouldn't if it wasn't live. But you would if it was live. You would have heard me yell. I'm surprised you didn't hear me yelling all over the country from Los Angeles. I know what happens in the comic, so it's not going to happen, but I thought they would change it. When they bring Gregory out, and he's like, all right, so uh, Hilltoppers, we're standing down. Standing down, right? And they have a question about the kingdom in a second. And then the kingdom's like, we're with Maggie. In the comics, some of the Hilltop sides with Gregory. They stand down and they join Gregory. No, not here. TV show, nobody, nobody no. did that, right? I had chills when Jesus like, the hilltop stands with Maggie. Yeah, I was like, was yes! Right. At that point, when Negan thinks he's got an ace in the hole, he brings Gregory out to basically say, you don't have the manpower 
Because now you don't have the hilltop. Yeah. At that point, I think Negan thinks it's just the kingdom. I'm sorry. It's just the hilltop and Alexandria. Yeah, I don't think he's aware of the kingdom. Well, here's the thing. The kingdom was there. The kingdom was there at Alexandria. Oh, well, they were collecting from the kingdom. When the tiger showed up. Yeah. Now, I don't think he knows whose tiger it was. And I don't know if in the mayhem, in the in the in the mayhem, they spotted the kingdom there. Yeah. I don't know if he knows that, because at the at the sanctuary, Ezekiel and the kingdom guys didn't necessarily come out and say like I'm here from the. So I don't know if he knows or not. Yeah. I don't know if he's paying attention, because I don't know if he knows how many people are in the kingdom. He's never been inside the kingdom. No, he hasn't. Okay. I thought when Gregory was like, "Yeah, I'm the leader." Of the, Follow me, I'm Xander Berkeley. What a dick. Hello there, little lady. Hello. The hilltop stands with the saviors. It would have been great if, as he's talking, a bullet went right in his head. I was waiting for someone to shoot him. If I'm writing the show, the kingdoms, the the, the hilltop stands right Boom. in the head. Boom. That would have sent a message. Yeah. Now, I don't. I know they don't want to kill an innocent guy, but they were like, He's do not it. innocent. I don't understand, though. Beth, look, Beth. Maggie looked over at one of the, the hilltoppers and was like, do what you got to do. Didn't she say something like that? Yeah. And then, yeah, she gave a look like, do it. And then no, no one shot him. So I think, was she saying, like, if you want to stand down, do what you feel you got to do? Because I guess in retrospect, that's what she was saying. Because I thought she was saying, if he's your leader, if you want to take him out, take him out. I thought they were going to take him out. That's instead, what I thought. Instead, once they said he stands with Maggie... Simon said, got mad at him and was like, I invested so much in you. This is a great scene. And pushed him down the steps. Yeah. Now, we know that they live together. They're BFFs in real life. Simon and Gregory yep. live together and are BFFs. Yep. David Broden. David Broden, Broden and Jamie. Broden and Jamie. No, there, little lady. He's Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> like, that's who, uh, well, I'll say, I'll say that, Jamie. I'll say that's a nice trust you have. He kind of is. I'll say that, I'll You'll hear the interview. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we got him again. Yeah. We, we were recording him. Yeah. He makes me laugh. He does. I watched an episode He's of him. He's very on, entertaining. Like, go back and watch him on 24. You st- like All I could picture is him like, oh, hello there. <laughs> oh, hello there. Hello. Yeah, oh, hello there, Jimmy. <laughs> How are you, you tasty little son of a bitch? <laughs> That's basically, basically what he's saying. <laughs> Pretty much. That's basically what he's saying. Uh, what else happened in the episode that was really cool? Oh, I just love Morgan when he like took the stick oh. and put it through the guy and then he fell down and it was dead and he and like he stabbed and he him goes, again. Yeah. And he like stabbed him again. And then at one point he was double fisting with weapons. He had the stick and he had like a hatchet. I was yeah. like, damn, Morgan's back. Morgan's back. Carol's back. Daryl sh- blowing oh, up. Sh- Daryl blowing up shit was the hottest thing. It was amazing. Was it, was oh my that? god, it was so sexy. Now the somebody asked the question at Talking Dead. The big question was something about was it exciting shooting the explosives off and and he was like, yeah, it singed some of the hair on my arm. And I'm thinking, why wasn't that all like CGI'd or like put in afterwards? Like, why? If they really did that. But he, but right, but he wasn't shooting them. He was shooting blanks and they were setting off the explosions. Yeah. But she was like, it must have been so cool shooting off the, blowing them up with your I have to say, that was a little bit of a lame question. It was. Like, they could have picked a better question. Like, how about, isn't it great not to eat dog food this season? Yeah. It's... You have lines this season. <laughs> yeah. You're not like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Beaten down. Yeah. Dumb question. Should have been us. We would have good questions. I know. But I'm not going to tell you what the questions were going to be because they were that good. No, but <laughs> we're we going to save them. Jamie and I got a list of everyone that was uh, appearing at the red carpet. They gave us headshots with their names. We don't In case need we that. didn't know. They're like, this is Andrew Lincoln. Really? Really? You shouldn't be here. If you're in the media at this thing, you shouldn't be there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's we knew who everybody was. Xander Berkeley. Xander Berkeley. Gregory there. from The Walking Dead. Hello there, you little scrambled egg. You. Oh, would you like to see my sausage? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He likes me. I, I think he does. I think he has mm. a little crush. Okay. So it was a dumb question. Yeah. But we had we had written questions. Well, verbally. Well, verbally, we were going we through the We were like, okay, what we're we going to ask, ask this right. one, this what, one, right. this one. And when it gets down to like Denise uh, M. Huth. Uh, she's one of the producers. She walks by. We're like, we have, we had to have questions. We had to have questions yeah. for um, Galen Hurd was walking Hurd. by. Dave Alpert, Scott mm, Gimple. Okay, but when the walkers walk by, oh yeah, that was cool. But they were walking like they had some place to go. It was really funny. They scared the shit out of. I thought they'd go to the bathroom Brown. or something yeah. when they were walking. I wanted to get a picture with them. 
Yeah. But they weren't like in the picture movie. And when they scared of Etna Nicole Brown, she's like, it's not okay. It's yeah. never okay. Yeah. <laughs> she got so scared. So funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, oh, by the way, Yvette Nicole Brown, shout out to you for being so nice. Yeah. Please watch her on her new show, The Mayor. Yeah. That's all she asked. She says, could you please help promote my show? The Mayor. Because it's a good show and the ratings need to be up a little bit. And so there you go. Speaking of which, the Walking Dead ratings for the for the premiere need to be up a little bit. I'm a little sad about that. So you need to start watching the show more yes. if you aren't already watching. I'm sure you're listening to a podcast. You must be. But tell a friend. Yeah, tell how a friend to watch it. If, if you know people that, that, that were tuning out because episode, season seven was so tough, season eight, fantastic. Yeah. Now, one of my coworkers, Garrett from the Elvis Strand Morning Show, he watched the premiere because of all the hype. Pretty much because of our us hyping it. And I'm sorry we, we really social media it because we were excited. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, they tweeted too much. We're sorry it was exciting. We hope you enjoyed our Garrett Instagram. Garrett is going to watch The Walking Dead from now on. This is crazy. But he doesn't want to go back. But he doesn't want to go back He's even an episode. starting with episode 100. And I said, dude, you're not going to know why they hate Negan. You're not going to know the backstory. Who's a traitor? Who's why? You know, why Dwight switching sides doesn't make any sense to you. Please. I don't care. I said, look, just watch the finale of season six, right? And then through season seven. I agree with that assessment. Th- this way, you'll, 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 you don't have to know too much about Alexandria, You'll figure out that they cross these guys. Truthfully, I would probably start with the beginning of season six and learn about uh, the hilltop and why they attack Negan. Invest just season six. And Garrett's seven. not going to do that though. No, no. So tweet He's us your thoughts on that. Starting with episode one hundred, and then tweet Garrett at Garrett V O. That's two R's, two T's at G A R R E T T V O, and 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 tell him, hey, watch the damn show. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, what else happened? Not, not only talking about the ambush yet. Oh, so Father Gabriel in the little room with Negan, shitting pants on. We read somewhere that, that he's going to talk about his life and confess to the priest, uh, Father Gabriel, and we'll learn more about his backstory. Yeah. Like Negan will explain to him how he ended up there. Now, he may need Father Gabriel's help to get out of there. Mm, well, yeah. Or he may kill Father Gabriel and use his body as a diversion. Oh, God. You know, like, could go either way. Mm. I wonder if there's a latch to go on the roof. Because I could see him pulling him up on the roof and then throwing him into the... Oh, God. Like, into the group, yeah. like, on one side and jump off the other side. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of saviors. If the saviors find a way to, like, cause an explosion, to, you know, get them away... Distract them. They'll figure it out. But I I can't imagine Father Gabriel getting out of there. Only because if he does, Gregory's a dead man. And I think he better be a dead man. That was the most like Chris Hardwick said. He's like, dude, that was a dick move that you did. Yeah. So he went to save uh, Gregory, and Gregory is a coward and ran and stole in the car. Gabriel's car Why, and drove off. There was no need to drive off once you're in a protected vehicle. Yeah. At that point, let him jump on. Yeah. Why, the guy tried to save your life. Mm. Big first mistake. I get why you ran to the truck. How he didn't get shot by the hail of bullets, I don't and know. That I was also a quarter bullshit on that. Quarter bullshit. Yeah. He would have gotten hit, I think. All right. I'm sure there's other things we need to discuss. However, the big bullshit moment that people were all complaining about was when Negan walks out with Simon and Dwight and Eugene. First of all, when Rick was like, I'm going to, don't make me count. And everyone went crazy. He was like, you're going to make me count? Did Negan do that? Did Negan say you're going to make me count at some point? No, Rick goes, you really going to make me count? No, no, but that was, was that a flashback to something Negan said to him? No, I forget what he said. He wanted him to surrender, and then... But I, 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 the vibe made me think that Negan at one point said to him, are you going to actually make me count? I think M- he may have said that. Maybe it was an uh, old reference. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes 10, 9, 8, 7, and starts firing. Yeah. Okay, great. We love that. We love that he's like, they, they wanted everybody's names, and they all gave their names. Yep. And he's like, I'm, I know who you are, like to Eugene. Yeah, you, like he's a traitor, Eugene. He's son like, of a I bitch. know you. I know you, you prick. Um... <laughs> At that point, everyone was wondering why Rick didn't just shoot Negan. You had him there. They all had him. They could have had every one of them dead in two seconds. Could have killed all the lieutenants or the captains, whatever they're Everybody. And be done with it. Now, Rick starts firing and he doesn't hit him. They somehow managed to run inside. Although, I thought they Negan, all, they all thought made Negan it. ran inside, but then he was outside. Yeah. I thought Negan they had, Negan was inside. Then how did he end up outside? I don't know actually. I'll have to watch they it didn't again. show that. You don't need to tell us. You don't. You don't have to tweet us. By the time you hear this, we'll have watched yeah. it again. Um, but a lot of people called bullshit, like why he didn't sh- sh- shoot him or Gregory. Well, the Gregory thing, yeah. 
but why not? If if your goal is to kill Negan, if you're Rick and you're saying one man started this, only one man needs to die. Yep. Right. First of all, I have to call partial bullshit on that because technically Rick started it. Now Nick, like Negan, started the problems with the hilltop and the kingdom and whatever other communities, Oceanside. But it was the survivors that went into all the outposts and started killing right. them in the ear. It was when they said they would defend hilltop, and they killed everyone in the outlet in the outpost. Yeah. They technically started the fight with Negan. Mm-hmm. Negan killed Glenn and Abraham. Spoiler, spoiler. But they technically started the fight with Negan. Technically, yes. Now, little Dickie Davy and the Dickie, t- uh, the Dick Bunch, Rapey Davy, Rapey Davy, and the no, 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 the Dick Brigade, the, the Dick guys, Brigade. The, oh yeah, those guys. Those that guys Darryl on the up. bike, right? Yeah. They started it, sort of, right? Mm, yeah. Well, they stopped him, and then Daryl blew him up. Right, but they started it. That was wasn't that before. That was kind of like their first right. savior experience. Right, it was now the that first was time we saw before the hilltop. Right, because that was this the was season, season six. That was the season six mid season. Yeah, this comeback. was season six. That was the second part of the right. So that was before they went to the uh, outpost. Yeah. So those guys started it, sort of. Technically, the Dick Brigade, Little Timmy and the Dick Brigade. That Little was Timmy it. and the Dick Brigade. That right. was it. So those guys died first. Yeah. Then we got back to Negan, and then it was kind of back and forth. But don't, but all right. So we may our, our guys may have started it technically, but Rick really started it by wiping out the outpost. Yeah. Which, by the way, is now an outpost again. And in this, in next see in the next week's episode, there's a walker moat. So it's a fence, walkers, and a fence. Yeah. Surrounding that outpost. Mm-hmm. So after all those people were murdered, and they know where the location is, he's using it again. Partially because the people that make The Walking Dead have that building to use. Yeah. So they're using they're it as a location. Because it. it's an abandoned TV station or whatever yeah. whatever they said it was. It's some satellite. So they thing. get to use it again. So they have to now reinvade. And the next week it looks like um, G- uh, Jesus, the girl with the bow and arrows from the kingdom, Diane. Mm-hmm. Is it right? Uh, I'm not sure. Who's Diana? Who's no, Diana? So Di- I think it's Diane with the bow and arrow. And then uh, Morgan? Somebody else was there. Yeah. And J- Jesus says, we can't make any noise. If we shoot a gun, they'll hear us. We have, The only way we're going to get in there is, the, you know, surprise. Yeah. So a lot's going on next week. Around, I mean, every episode's going to be great, exciting, and fast-paced. So let's get back to why he didn't shoot Negan. Now, I this was my theory, and then I read the article on comicbook.com, and this is this is what uh, what they said. So it says, some Walking Dead fans have fairly pointed out that Rick's ultimatum to the Saviors squandered an opportunity to shoot Negan down for good. However, showrunner Scott M. Gimple has an explanation for the strange choice in tactic. What shouldn't be glossed over is Rick is offering surrender to everyone else. He wants them to more or less be on his side after that. If he just shot Negan there, that would have been a shortcut to the war. He was making a play to not be in full violence with these people because you see what happens after that. The next step for everybody is pretty heavy and intense, if, in fact, Negan's other lieutenants had given up, it would have been over. So, the theory, as they explain, I'll call an eighth bullshit rather than quarter bullshit. I, I think I think it's still a small plot hole. Yeah. I think they should have come out, like, behind a barrier. Um, or, like, opened, like, a vented window, like, where you couldn't shoot at them. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't really get them. Like, like blinds, that metal blinds or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um... I understand if you shoot Negan there, all the saviors come out and you have a war. Well, that would, yeah. Right? The lieutenants get away or that you kill all the lieutenants and everybody inside now is going to try to defend their leader being dead, right? If you get them to surrender, you might have these hundreds of men working for you, helping you. I mean, they're all dirtbags. I mean, I don't know why you'd want them on your side. But I guess the thought was, Give us Negan and surrender and work with us. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're loyal to Negan, that's you're not going to do that. No. If you hate Negan, you might. Like for the, when the governor went down, a lot of the people in the town, although they all died of the virus yeah. conveniently, they came to live at the prison. Yeah. I call quarter bullshit because if you just took out Negan and you know Dwight's on your side, Dwight could have calmed everybody down. Mm-hmm. Dwight could have put a bullet in Simon and then said... Listen, there's no need for war. Going back in and said Negan was a terrible, evil leader, and we're free now. Yeah, I feel like they could have taken Negan out. Instead, you knew Negan wasn't going to surrender, and now you have war anyway. Yeah, 
And all you out war. And you didn't get Negan. No. So I feel like that's a plot hole that they could have gotten around had they just put a wall up. And if you're Negan and all these guys have guns, even if you think you can overpower them, what makes you so bold that you'd go out there and not like not get shot at? I know, exactly. And bring was, out your lieutenants? Bring all your people out, Why your main you guys. Yeah. Send them out and don't go out, but yeah. you don't go out. Yeah. So strategically, I don't get that. Unless he's so cocky, he figures there's no way he's going to shoot me. I'm mm-hmm. Negan. Yeah. So that's what that's what they're saying. That's the explanation. I don't know if I buy it or not. So We, we will see. If you have other questions, you want our opinions on things that happened in the episode... Tweet us. Uh, you know, we always get back to you guys. Oh, and also, we have a Facebook page now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so please okay. give us a like on Facebook because we're new on there, but I've been posting our content. So it's just walkers and talkers, no underscore. Is on it Facebook. A- ampersand or nope. A-N-D? A-N-D. A-N-D, walkers, walkers and talkers. Walkers and talkers. And Jamie's going to make a gallery on there of yep. all of the pictures. I have a lot to put up. And then we'll tweet out the link yeah. to the Facebook page. Yep. So some of the pictures are on Instagram. We'll put all of the pictures on Facebook. On the Facebook the Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> the Google, the YouTubes. The Google. And that you'll be able to show the pictures. And yeah. then, uh, as a favor to me, continue tweeting us at Instagram and, and use the Facebook for communicating. Um, but keep using all the social media. Yeah. Just, I, I don't have a Facebook page that I use for interaction, so I'm not going to interact with you guys, but Jamie will. I will. I'm more of a Facebook She's than a, a Twitter Facebooker. person. Yeah. And, uh, and you're a Twitter. I'm, I'm a Twitter. So yeah. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. But we're always available on everything. Yeah. But if, if you want to specifically ask me a question, use Twitter. Mm-hmm. For me. Jamie, you know, Facebook hit her up. It's fine. Yeah. Or Twitter. Either one. Because she's going to change your name soon from yeah, JMEGS514. I'll figure it out. JMEGS514. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, get your shitting pants for 1995. <laughs> You're going to let me borrow the Negan book or I'm going to buy my own. Oh, and I have an announcement. My 10-inch Negan came. I hope you cleaned it up. Uh, so I will I will have to take a picture of him, and uh, I will share that as well. Fair enough. Yes. All right. Well, it was a great week. Again, thank you, AMC. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you, Pop to Life. Pop to Life, who took so good, such good care of us. And shout out to Anthony and Julie. They were amazing. Amazing. Thank you very much. Anthony, we love you. Thanks for promoting yes, thank our podcast. Yes, thank you. We love you, Anthony. And you know what time it is. What time is it? I'm so tired. <laughs> it's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut that, that shit, shit down. down.